This is the last episode of the year. Hell yeah! It is. Yeah, it is. we're not doing a we're not doing a New Year's thing because we're all going to be too no. busy. No, no. The game is on. I'm watching the game. We should uh, launch. Uh, I, I I'm enjoying that I've Googled my own name. Um, <laughs> and I always forget about some of the guys that are named after me. And one of my favorites is a guy named William Josiah Sutton. Right. Who has written some really fantastic books here. I'm going to, uh, for instance, this classic, um, the Illuminati six, six, six. Right. Uh, or in Gog, they trust. Magog, yeah. baby. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh. Okay. Sky rocks. Uh, I'm I just do like... think that, I, I think we're looking at, I don't think that this is a different Josiah Sutton. I think that this is a... This is, like, this is my alter person. ego. This, this is, is dark a, No, Josiah. no, no. I think that this is a alternate universe Josiah Sutton that started to bleed oh, into sure. our world. I was, uh, I was a little freaked out for a second. It's William Josiah Sutton. Um, my middle name is Walter, and I thought for a second their name was Walter Josiah Sutton. Like, it was just my name out of order. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, Holy just, uh, I, think, I think that this is an alternate universe version. <laughs> alternate universe Josiah is terrifying. The, there is an alternate universe Josiah, though. There's this guy who is, is an evangelical musician named Josiah Sutton who does, like, really cringy, like, pop worship music. Oh my god. Oh. So he's got like Josiah has so many dark alter egos because he's got these two guys uh-huh. and then he has Chris Pratt. Like I oh just feel god. like everybody they joined the mob. I just feel like, like everybody in the Midwest is just the same I feel, guy. Just I feel like you could be Chuck Wendig in, in another one. I think that that's like another no. alternate you. This is the meanest stuff you guys have ever said about me. <laughs> no, I'm like they're, it's, they're not you, but they're alternate, they're dark they're versions of, of what yeah. of what you could be. That's true. Uh, That's true. Who who else? That Chuck Wendy, uh, um, so how, Ryan wait, Johnson. How I think you could the... be. Well, uh, I mean, like at least Chris Pratt is fuckable. Like, what is Chuck <laughs> Wendig got? So, like, I'm uh, not, not, not at all. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I get, give, give, like, Chris Pratt may have just god awful opinions, but like, you can at least like have a one night stand with him and, and sort of like, yeah, there, just there about is likable aspects to him. Like yeah. Chuck Wendig, though, I just want to like fucking rip my eyes out anytime his <laughs> tweets show up on my feed. Loads unpopular. Thank, thank God, they, I, I blocked him a while ago, so they, they, <laughs> yeah. I I, I don't see it. But I also, you, you know, do you know who else you could be in an alternate version in a dark universe? Um, Joss Whedon. <laughs> no, no. He's him. everything I hate in cinema personified. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Antichrist of cinema. Well, that Sorry, happened. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You can... <laughs> and it makes Josiah's views about women even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just like, no, no fan of, of, uh, of misogyny. I hear you're a big fan of uh, misogyny. And so um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of misogyny. Yeah, look how much he talks over me. So. I, I, I know. Your your favorite, but as I have frequently said, which I think that this will be the last. This, this will be the last episode of the uh, of the year. I think that's a, it's a good time to bring this joke this uh, this joke back. You are the you what OJ Simpson is to murdering wives. You are to silencing women and minorities. <laughs> oh fuck, man! 
<laughs> wow, how does it feel to be the the juice of uh, patriarchy, Josiah? I had to just reconnect because uh, when I uh, dramatically threw my microphone down after you called me Joss Whedon. I... <laughs> but it's over and over, oh, oh no, oh, oh, oh no, this is bad because I was like, if we get to 225 um, followers on Twitter, I said I was going to sing "Oh Come, Oh Come, Emmanuel." So I, I have that to. Song. If if so, if we get to that, I feel like one of you is going to message me that I'm going to be like, "Oh shit." That'd be, All that'd right. be fun. All right. Welcome all right. to the episode, Phil. All right, all right, all right. It's the Phil intro you've all been waiting for. All right, guys, get uh, your copies God up. Help us all. You get have, your you copies of it, the script up. Finch, I'm gonna need everyone to do a side of the cross right now. So, basically, everybody knows that that the lore of the episode before this episode is that we were all riding on a sandworm. So now that we've crashed in the desert. The sandworm has crashed. Don't ask me how. I don't know how sandworms work. But we've crashed. We're in the desert. And it's about to be Christmas. So uh. with that, I have a Christmas tale for all of you tonight. A beautiful Christmas poem. Twas the week before Christmas out here in the wastes. All the Mammonberg hosts who'd been flung off the worm were all over the place. Through the hot desert sand on our feet did burn, each host still decided to introduce themselves in turn. Mr. Sutton, cult leader extraordinaire, straightened his tie and loudly declared, Listen guys, I know living out here sure as hell sucks, but I promise you this won't devolve into weird sex stuff. Finch, the Pope's niece, was somebody's wife, though we couldn't tell who, looking around for a husband who we're sure nobody else knew. While she was searching around for his ass, her uncle called and proclaimed, Good news, honey, we're restricting Latin mass. Her mild expression <laughs> turned into hate, her newfound husband continued to be late. Her frustration only grew as the horizon sun began to dim and loudly she said, Once again, you're all silencing women. <laughs> Jackal Muadib sat grumpy on the sand. Once again, these white devils had gotten out of hand. He molded over in his head, mad at the Yakubian kind, till a moment of peace would come that he'd yet to find. Josiah tried to comfort him best as he knew, but Jackal cried out, If only Black Sides hadn't made you! <laughs> and then there was Phil, jovial lad was he, with a pipe of asbestos, how could he not be? Still full of weighty Christian guilt from causing this mess, he stopped for a moment, feeling awfully blessed. Christmas was coming, and he felt very glad to spend it with these friends he hadn't always had. So to you, audience, I, wear, I wish a Merry Christmas to you from these idiots stuck in the desert that you regret you ever knew. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry it's Christmas. the Christmas Merry, Merry Christmas! It's the Mammonberg Christmas <laughs> special, and I wrote a whole poem for it. You wrote a whole yes. wrote a, poem. A very uh, good poem. Uh, a very, uh, very Merry Christmas, and to all you Presbyterians out there, happy Saturday. Uh, 
<laughs> and to all the Jehovah's Witnesses out there, you're not listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. You need to find a different religion. You need to find, I don't care what it is. You, whatever, find, so I would prefer that you start talking about Madame Blavatsky than whatever the I'm even willing to take you to listen to Joseph Smith. Something else. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, did you uh, see that piece of Iowa news? Uh, yeah, speaking of Mormons, uh, do you see that yes. piece of Iowa news that I posted? Oh, digging for God. the lost city in these I, hills. Wow. I put I put this in the Mammonburg community, but then I reshared it so that um, uh, Phil could read it. Uh, in so in Iowa news, if you're wondering what's going on in my neck of the woods, um, there's this small town in southeast Iowa. That a, a, a Mormon guy is convinced is the location of one of the cities that's mentioned in the Book of Mormon. And they're, like, doing archaeology digs out there trying to find it. Amazing. You've got to be kidding me. You, I'm not kidding. I, 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 oh, I put it really? digging around. Go, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you go to the channel, yeah, you can find it. I'll, I'll link it in the show notes if I remember. I'm going to hold on. For, um, this is, okay, so this is from the Iowa, Iowa starting line. Yes. Actually, a pretty decent publication. The, the Iowa starting line, you say. Let's see. I tried, uh, to, tried to get a job with them, but they ignored my resume. <laughs> oh, does, no! does, does Iowa have rich soil? <laughs> what was that? Does Iowa have rich soil? Uh, yeah. That's pretty much all we got going for us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got you. We've got just Jojo oh, Sire. He's the uh, next what Jojo. Is, okay, hold on. So, Jeff Lefke, Lefgren uh, of the Heartland Research Group said in his faith, <laughs> the, the city Zarahemla? of... Zarahemla? That this So, the Heartland Research Group, which I don't... I would assume is some kind of morbid research group? I guess. Although, well, it, 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 it seems like I think he's got a couple, like, g- normal archaeologists that are kind of just interested in, like, helping him out with this, because they're just kind of interested about what's going on. <laughs> Which, I, I maybe I would understand to an extent, but that, I don't... I'm not... Okay, hold on. Maybe they're like, maybe they're he's paying them, like, really well for this. He could be so paying they're them like, pretty well. So they're Three like, haha, so true, King. Yeah, I mean, he says they're not disappointed in the effort. Apparently, they're finding something. I don't know what they're. I don't know if it's going to be the city of Zarahemla. I'm not convinced Uh, it will be. No. Well, okay, so Um. it's in Iowa, right? Like, let's let's be real here. What what do they have in Iowa that could be buried underneath all that dirt? Oh boy, don't. Is there dinosaur there? I'm just um, assuming it's a pile of bison skulls. That's, it could that's be. Gonna be. It could oh, be, yeah, that might it be. Could be. It could be dinosaur bones. It could be um, bison. It could be like maybe some artifacts yeah. from Native American settlements. Yeah, a, a lot of the Native American stuff out here, like it was more nomadic, and so they don't right. they don't have as much left behind, to my knowledge. Right, but they probably have like arrowheads. Could be an example of something yeah. that was that was more permanent at some point. There is some permanent stuff. There, there. A lot of them, though, are like, um, I think this is not the right term for it, but like mounds, like like dirt mounds, right. if that makes sense. Yeah, they're like really, really ancient. Actually, that still hold up. You can still go over there. Oh there, no! We hit two twenty five subscribers. I have to sing "O Come, O Come, Emmanuel" now. <laughs> yeah, baby! <laughs> Woo! 
<laughs> there we go. And at, right while we're recording, too. That works uh, out great. Wow, oh, good no, job, Finch. All right, I'll do. I'll, I'll do it later, or I'll post it on Twitter. We'll see, like what um, we have in store. Oh yeah. So oh, wait, can you sing up. the so Latin he, version? The exact location has not been verified. Um, so he somewhat? he says I. He says that Iowa is an important place. In the fourth uh, century, Montrose, Iowa, had the largest city in North America. Apparently, <laughs> okay. According to Lefkin, in its heyday, three twenty, three twenty, almost a four twenty. That that, yeah, man. Mormons really can't be fun. Zarahemla had a population of about a hundred thousand. It was the largest city in the Americas. The Book of Mormon takes place at the time in ancient America. Great civilizations and great armies are in the book. <laughs> the conclusion of the book, a nation, a great nation is destroyed. Oh. Mainly it's a cautionary tale, of course, because they do not keep God's commandments and they do bad things and they are destroyed. This sounds a lot like what happens in the Old Testament. Boy, I, I wonder what, what, uh, what huh. could have been. Well, <laughs> Mormons are Unitarians, so I'm going to kick their asses. Well, they're they're not uh, Christians. Well, they're not even regular Unitarian. Like I, I am of the opinion that they're. I'm of the opinion with Finch. I don't think that they're. I don't think we can count Mormons as Christians. I think no, they're just. Yeah, no, separate... they're they don't believe in the Trinity. They believe no, that they the, those are. It's not three gods and one person for that. They they be, are not three. You know, three persons, oh God, one God. No, it's three different gods. No, Finch die. Shut up. <laughs> we need. We need to get the steak. Shut up. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, they they like they believe that God is specifically like I I remember I was talking with my with my dad about this because he he grew up around a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses, so he's he's used to weird theology. Like yeah, weird yeah. like weird beliefs that you don't understand why they hold it, but they do it's, for reasons that you that are very complicated to get into. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh then um I was discussing uh I, it was got onto the to the Mormon theology thing, and the Mormon theology is like like explaining the fact of like that they believe that to, they say that they're Trinitarians. They say that they yeah. believe in the Trinity, and they add the caveat, but they like <laughs> we believe in the Trinity, but their interpretation of the Trinity is that of that there are three distinct like per, like like anthropomorphic almost like Greco-Roman deities of of God the Father who was not, who was oh, a person. Man. Like, they believe that God the Father was a person on another planet until he achieved apotheosis under his Wait, own God. Yeah, yeah, and the, the goal is that you will eventually one day. Yeah, no, eventually uh, you'll become your, the God of your own planet. I don't like Oh, that's yeah. terrible. I really I, don't I, like this. Yeah. One of the funniest parts of this article is this really just small sentence, and I don't think anyone else will find it that funny. But it it th this this article, all things considered, is trying to be pretty charitable to him. It seems I don't think that it should. <laughs> I don't think it should, but it's it's really is just trying to understand. And then it throws in this one sentence: 
Uh, Lefgren noted this project is not endorsed or supported by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Which um, I think is very Which funny. is so funny that Lefgren, because they're trying so hard to be to be supportive of him, and still he had to be like, well, make sure you write down, though, that, that the church does not support what I'm doing whatsoever. <laughs> I, I will give the Mormons this. They are an incredibly earnest. Uh, they are a very earnest people. <laughs> god yeah well i didn't i didn't realize this would be the topic for the christmas episode can we, <laughs> we like should, not? Oh, this was a, a bit of a different i, uh, I will say mormons, this uh, mormons celebrate christmas yeah i think so ugh. weird version of oh, one but yeah. oh christmas mormon oh christmas no, shut up oh, phil christmas mormon <laughs> Christmas. Morning. They don't believe the core tenants. They're very <laughs> weird. They don't have sex. Uh, oh, they, but no, felt they, they do. It's through a sheet. Uh, it was special it's through a sheet. Boy, they, they ain't soak. that neat. It's it's with, so, it's with very special. Okay, we can move on from this. I I well, just. Let's... Well, let's, let's, let's I made up an entire little like song there. It's perfect. That That's has to weird. all go in. Uh, that is that is a word that one could say about that song. Yes, <laughs> that is an opinion that can exist. <laughs> I would ask why, but it can. Guys, my uncle uh, gave me another Christmas gift today. Well, so nice. what's, oh, some li- he gave oh, you a yes. live Christmas gift. Did a they, live yeah. Gift? <laughs> Did he like tar and feather all the Latin mass people? Or yeah, yeah. So I was like, so he was like to me, "Hey Finch, so are you coming to Rome for Christmas?" And I was like, "Sorry, Uncle Frank, the travel restrictions." And he was like, "Okay, that's fair. Well, what do you want for your gift?" And I was like, "Uh, can you like, um, can you like put the United States of America under interdict?" And he was like, "Can you can you give me something that won't will not get me killed by the CIA?" So I was like, yeah. yeah. So the trods are being yeah. mean to me, so I need you to like further restrict Latin mass. <laughs> and they <laughs> further did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they fur- so, further so did. Fitch, what, what does your uncle get to get just say to get rid of all of the, the liturgy and just replace it with gospel music? <laughs> I don't think that's going to I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> well, what's, what's that going to What's that gonna happen? Let me let me know when he does that. Then I'll then I'll think about I'll think about uh, I'll think about I'll think about your industry. First, first you want like fifty thousand dollars. Now you want to yeah. I, what all the do fancy I? Shit. Fish, I, have, what? I have expensive. <laughs> we should yeah. I'd like some pope money. I, I, want, I want some, some pope, pope money. money. I can can I have? Money. Listen, can I? This have is the, the second time you've all asked me for money from my uncle. Uh. Yeah, well, when your uncle, when your uncle is, the, is the pontiff. Finch, then... I don't want money. I just want that, like, that little orb thing with the cross on top that's all made of gold that's, like, roughly the same size as a Pokeball would be in real life. You want the the orb thing with the cross on top. Yeah, you know, it Could looks I have like the, the holy hand grenade from Monty Python and that thing. You want, you shoes? want the, the you want the Globus <laughs> Cruciger. That's what you want. Yeah, I want the Globus Cruciger. Yeah. Uh, I want it. I uh, want a Globus Cruciger. What did you want, Jackal? I want to capture get, an could, angel in it. I, like I, I know he has he has a pair of shoes that he doesn't use. Can I have them? 
Can I have? <laughs> yeah, I'll see if he's your size. <laughs> you probably. I have very large feet, so. <laughs> you know what that means, ladies. You know exactly he's got an enti- what I mean. it, he, He's got yeah, an entire hit, hit collection of Cornell West in his room, and you you got to exactly. date him to get to it. That's exactly. That's, That's exactly what that means. And if you want, if you want to, you can you can uh, step to my DMs and we can talk Cornell West there. Nice. I'm just imagining like Phil having a pokey battle with this his Globus Crucifer and Pokey. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Wait, it's got to be like a JoJo battle. Like our stands and mine is just like mine's just a clown wearing like a crucifix. Yeah. Oh my That's god. That's awesome. I'm just going to be like, I'll, I'll be like, no, um, Uncle Francis, this isn't you, or something like that. <laughs> what is Pope, okay, in JoJo terms, what is uh, what is Pope Francis's stand? It could be literally Jesus, because I think that Jesus does exist in the JoJo universe. Well, I'm actually, yeah. Jesus, no, but, like, was Jesus was the first stand user. That's yeah. the lore. Jesus he was, was JoJo. the first stand user. Although, uh, <laughs> JoJo is heretical, because like there are parts of Jesus's body that have magical significance and oh oh, oh heresy also, heresy is jojo is oh, jojo technically that they're descendants of jesus too yeah because he was the first jojo because he was joshua no, 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 son like, of joseph they're meta they're metaphorical like descendants of him he wasn't like their ancestor uh he was just the first stand user from which all other stand users like have similar powers what the fuck that's amazing However, Jesus' stand was, like, literally, I think the the idea is that Jesus' stand is literally, like, the incarnate God, so. That is amazing. That, oh my Jojo God. lore gets weird. Jojo that is almost enough to make weird. me to make me watch Jojo and understand what, what the hell you people are talking about. Yeah. Yeah, there's, one day There's I'll a priest know. in it who has, like, the dumbest idea of what heaven is, so he tries to destroy the world. <laughs> So wait, so Phil, oh, you tell me that there's a that there's a someone in a position of power who has a very dumb opinion about the religion that they're a part of that decides that nah, I'm going to use that now. That's too. the most realistic thing in Jewish. I think you're that never happened. That's never That's happened never historically. Happened that has never happened before. Um, Jackal, you sent a, a fun uh, little clip to the to the chat I did. we could discuss which was uh ben shapiro siding with mr potter of it's a wonderful life <laughs> yes no i don't know i was gonna it's... ask you guys what your favorite animal in the nativity was oh i'm a big donkey guy i uh i like donkeys I like a lamb oh lambs are good too i like i like the horse and i like the camel Okay, back to Ben. So Jackal it, didn't give his a... he didn't give his response. <laughs> Jackal. Oh, oh. I like I do I like the lamb. I do like the lamb. Um, okay. For me, like it's kind of in between. Like I always I I was like the the lamb or the uh or or the camel. The camel's always cool. Camel's See, this cool. This is why Jackal is based because he likes the camel. See, I like the animals that are like you know, Josiah. Why don't you have a favorite animal? Because like this is this is me. Phil and Jackal all like an animal that's a uh, mode of transportation. What's wrong with you, Je- Josiah? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, uh, I like the. I like that it's fluffy. Yes, okay. <laughs> I like lambs too. I'm kidding. I'm just messing they're, with they're you. They're nice. They're nice. You know. 
All right, let's say this. I it's, don't like. it's, it's a Wonderful Life is... It, I, I'm sure this will get me made fun of by some film geek people, but whatever. It's well, a Wonderful you know Life what? is his favorite I think movie. They, they need to, the film geek it's people cute. off of Twitter need to step away from, from, yeah. from uh, filleting themselves it, in order to do that. It is so. objectively an amazing movie. movie. I don't think it's just like... It's not just sentimental. I think there's a lot going on in it, and I've, I've it is the movie I've watched the most times. Um, and I think there is an argument to be made that having watched it so much is part of the reason I started to move left (laughs) because a lot of the movie has these like subtle themes. Um, and it is so funny that Ben Shapiro sides with, with the, with the bad guy. But completely on brand for him, isn't it? Yes. Very on brand. I mean, like Ben Shapiro is not the sharpest tool in the shed since he believes that people who are, uh, lower class who are like near the ocean can just sell their um property. if yeah Aquaman, Aquaman is out looking for for a lot of uh Jason Momoa is famously just st- stalking um areas that are going to become beachfront property yeah um it's funny though because this is kind of an old thing what Ben Shapiro is doing uh like He's just saying old shit because Ayn Rand hated uh, It's a Wonderful Life for the same reason. She thought it was a communist <laughs> movie. And um, actually, during the Red Scare, uh, Frank Capra had, I think, it was Frank Capra. People involved with It's a Wonderful Life, though, got, ended up like having to speak in front of like, <laughs> you know, the government about the movie. And the case he made is, and this is true, the movie is not necessarily communist either the you know the good guys are also bankers they're just like the small bank um which is why i also think ben is like a dumbass in this because there is a way to read this movie in a conservative way that he would like it's possible and he still can't do it because he has to he just has to i don't know it's so fucking funny he's i think it i think that it comes from this there's kind of this this uh this part of like just wanting to be this willful contrarian to everything. This is what I'm saying. Uh, this is what I'm saying because people will always talk shit about how um oh like like leftists can't watch movies because they have to critique it from a political level all the time and they can't enjoy shit. And then in the next breath you have so like, like Ben Shapiro do this shit or um oh fuck who's the yeah. Armand White with the National Review? Oh God, I love Armand He's White. Incredible. He's the worst <laughs> film critic to ever live, but it's great. He's, an, he's uh, awesome. You must he's own the, the guy who thinks like Uwe Boll movies are the height of cinema, and that's as good as it gets. Yeah, Armin White's and I'm awesome because like, he'll just like write a write an article like about Goodwill Hunting twenty years afterwards, uh, and be like, uh, "This is uh, where wokeness came from." <laughs> <laughs> I I I'm very lucky that I'm not at all familiar about who you're talking about, and I'm he's not. A, he's a familiar. film film critic with the National Review. Oh oh, so okay. what's his opinion on Lenny Riefenstahl? Oh, he's got terrible. I'm sure it's awful. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sure he's a big fan. I'm sure that he really loves traveling well. <laughs> oh man, he's awesome. Um. But I, yeah. I think that I think that like it, it comes from this this thing of one is wanting to be this willful contrarian about everything that you are you have this 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 persona of like oh yes I I got the libs of the leftist soul uh, oh. and and you know like I you have your hot takes on everything mm-hmm. um, 
it's because of that you have to have like and it's christmas time and even though ben shapiro is jewish he shouldn't care about this but he does because he's tied himself in with the culture war reason um, for the season and and that means that tying himself in with with uh with uh, wasp uh wasp ideology which means that he effectively needs to parrot all the talking points that they do yeah. uh and you you get and so it all sort of like combines this thing of like yeah i'm gonna defend the bad guy from from like one of the most beloved christmas <laughs> movies of all time well 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 actually jackal the the reason why uh, i ben shapiro have decided to side with the villain of the the classical film the classical film that is much beloved around the christmas season uh, it's a wonderful life is because uh, it's not really a wonderful life because uh, <laughs> the the heartless capitalist is uh, actually depicted as the uh, bad guy and everybody knows that uh, if you look at it logically capitalists uh, they really drive innovation and it's it's the main character who is really standing in the way of progress you know he just wants to he he just wants things to be good and wholesome and and everybody loves each other and that that's frankly just unrealistic uh everybody uh-huh. knows that i i hate muslim people so because of that uh <laughs> the world Christ. peace can't exist so uh, so i know that you're doing it but every time you go to the bench of your voice like there's this primeval part of my brain that just wants to give you an atomic wedgie there's yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's this, it's, this, it's a is, good this scene in It's a Wonderful Life where George Bailey shakes hands with Mr. Potter because he's about to make a deal. And then he looks at his hand like it had been tainted and starts wiping it. And that's how I like feel yeah. <laughs> when you do that voice. I'm like, oh, it's on me. Uh. Why? Because I, I personify Ben Shapiro. Like, yeah. and, and What's worse is that, yes. like, to be honest, uh, I'm I'm very in tune with what Shapiro thinks of the world. So what's very good about it, the impression is that like I say yeah. it more brazenly than he does, of course, but most often but, than not, that's just Phil, what he says. Phil agrees with Ben Shapiro. Well, actually, I, I you, you so, can't yeah. really agree with me, Phil, Ben I want you to read this. I want you to read this thing I just put in general. Just do that. That's your. That'll be your Christmas gift to me. Just read this voice. Oh my god. Wait. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> General. The, the thing with homosexuality and transgenderism is that it simply boils down to exerting control over your impulses. Like, say you have a hot sister. You fantasize about it. Maybe you steal her underwear a couple times. But it, but it goes no further than that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh... <laughs> That's not real, is it? That's how, that no, sounds a no, little bit. No, it was posted at 9-11 a.m. No, yeah. that's not <laughs> <laughs> Guys, What's let's... good about that is that I... Listen, I, I've seen Abby Shapiro before, and until recently, I was just like, she dresses pretty moderately. So somebody posted an <clears> image <throat> of her, and they were like, oh my god, Abby Shapiro's busty. And they were just like, a bunch of right-wing simps were like, thirsting over her, which is weird, yeah. because they also, by and large, hate Jewish people. So, they were simultaneously like, ah uh, yes, I want her to have my, like, white Aryan children, but also she's Jewish. So they were having, like, a identity conflict, because they were just like, oh, so goddamn thirsty. Right. You, okay, you know, but guys, 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 guys. We should be like talking about Christmas. Besides Ben, we should be talking about Christmas. Yeah, well, no, I, I want to share a story that I told earlier, but right. but I think that you guys are aware of it, uh, which I just me. think is very funny. We should t- we should talk about our tweets of the year first. Of, first oh of yeah, tweets of the year. year. Like 
Who's the most famous person who quote tweeted you, I guess? (laughs) I mean, when you said famous tweets of the year, I just, like, remembered the army hammer cannibalism thing. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that did cross my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I forgot that that was this year. Was that this year? That was. You probably would prefer if you forgot that. It is about the beginning of the year, though. Oh my god. Yeah. No, I was just Uh, thinking... Oh, wait, no, I, keep going. No, 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 I was just thinking about that chick who writes at Gawker, which is kind of like a trash gossip site, right? And, yeah. like, no, because, like, I don't know if you saw the tweet, Jackal, but I just wrote something at 2 a.m., which was, like, uh, here is a me- my message to all you ketamine addicts that write at Gawker. Uh, we, we shall not spare you when the revolution comes or something like that. And she, like, she, like, I was on, like, a plane when I saw this retweeted, but, like, so this chick who writes at Gawker, like, retweeted it to, like, show, like, how, like, not mad she was that I called her and her ilk ketamine addicts. She was like, I consider this flirting. Like, she was like, oh, this is so cute. I love this. And I was like, man, I really get away with shit because I'm a woman. (laughs) (laughs) You think, like, if I was a man and I had, like, called these people ketamine addicts and told them that I would treat them as kulaks, you think that she would have been like, oh, this is so cute! She would be like... I do, I do have this, 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 I haven't done it yet, but I think when I do do it, it'll be a sign that I, I'm, 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 I'm kind of calling it on Twitter is just quoting someone and saying, uh, just something like, I wish, I wish, I, I want the, I, I want like, uh, <laughs> the, the, the race where it must start now. <laughs> <laughs> we can't, we cannot tolerate the Yakubian medicine anymore. No, yeah, uh. it's, we're done. It's time. We're done. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> We can't. That's I can't abide the study longer. I gotta call I, up Yakub and have him. Uh, I gotta like order a factory recall. We are ordering a factory recall. <laughs> on all, on all white all people Yuk- just get ground into like the slurry they make into chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah, but uh, now chicken nuggets have have taste fill though. <laughs> well, uh, that's right. We don't flavor. put seasoning inside of anything, including our own bodies. I did see one of my favorite tweets. I don't know what it was, but was someone saying like a like a like genuine cracker moment? Uh, the only sort of spicy thing that I can tolerate is like uh, like red hot hot sauce. No. Um, oh no! And then and then someone else said uh, the only thing I can tolerate is ketchup. <laughs> oh my god! You guys like <laughs> man, you guys are missing out if you're like can't tolerate salsa. Yeah, or like you know that that Listen, is. Listen, I'm is Italian, so, so we can. I have some spice. Top yeah, the pasta, my blood. The, pasta the, Diavolo. The... No, go they ahead, the, Jackal. They're the, they're the exception to the rule. Yeah. <laughs> See, what, I was good. Is that like, um, I used to work for uh, like a, a Mexican-owned business, and because of that spicy, like I got acclimated to spicy foods after a while. Mm-hmm. And then I had to do on New Year's like three shots of tequila, so I'm pretty sure that's amazing. That is guys, amazing. I want to like I want to party with you guys on New Year's. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I want to drink oh. a frog. That'd be great. Uh, guys, like, what was your favorite? Sorry, what was your, like your favorite toys that you got on Christmas as when, a kid? When I was a kid. Oh my! When I was a kid. 
There's a picture of me by the Christmas tree, because I used to be obsessed with Toy Story when I was a kid. <laughs> I loved Buzz Lightyear, but I also loved Woody as well. And I had this, like, huge Woody. It was, like, at least a, a little over a foot tall. And it was, like, immaculately detailed. It had, like, the plastic face and, like, the You the, had like, a soft, huge Woody that was Yeah, I had a huge tall. Woody as a child. You in front of the Christmas uh-huh, tree. Yeah, that was. <laughs> oh my god! Stupid. <laughs> Sorry. That was great. That was so but yeah, that was like uh, one of my favorite toys that I got as a child. Uh, oh man, I don't feel childlike joy anymore. I don't feel. <laughs> no, none of us do, Josiah. Tell us. <laughs> it's it was probably a, it was probably Legos, some sort of Lego thing. I was a big mm-hmm. Lego kid. I liked Legos a lot. Tackle, what was your favorite toy? As a kid, it probably was uh, a PSP, the like the PlayStation Portable. Um, oh yeah, back if you remember that back in the day, uh, I, I remember. Uh, like I got it for Christmas, and one of the first games that I got was the Force Unleashed for the PlayStation Portable. Um, oh, nice! <laughs> I, I still to this day I love that game. I also had like Battle, like Battlefront Two, and mm. Battlefront like Renegade Squadron, and yeah, I was a huge, huge Star Wars fan as a kid. So like, uh, particularly yeah. it's that that one sticks out to me, and um, it's it's that gift, and also the. Uh, uh, what was it? There, there was this one one Christmas that we uh, that they had gotten me. Uh, like they 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 had gotten me this this uh this I I had wanted this. There was like this new like robot toy that they had uh out at the time, which I really really wanted. Uh, and it was very expensive, but they got it for me. And when they got it for me, I was terrified of the thing because it could like move around and talk. Um, <laughs> And I thought that that was unnatural. Uh, as as uh, that's not what it's supposed. I was terrified of the thing to the point where they had to like put it like upstairs so that they could like take it back without me seeing it. Um, <laughs> I, so my my aversion to to robots and uh, AI comes from very early on. Yeah, you know, y- yeah, that... you were an early proponent of like Butlerian j- jihad. Yeah, uh, yeah, that no, actually... I was. <laughs> a very similar thing happened to me actually. So there was like my mom actually still has this teddy bear. It was it was a Bing Crosby teddy bear. So like, if you press it, the teddy bear like moves a little bit and it starts singing like Bing Crosby's in Bing Crosby's voice, Jingle Bells. And whenever I would turn, whenever my mom or anybody else would turn on that bear when I was a toddler, I would scream so loud. <laughs> I was so scared of that Bing Crosby teddy bear. <laughs> Specifically the Bing Crosby teddy bear. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was just because, like, I didn't expect for that bear to, like, sing in such a deep voice, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That is that's that is funnier hilarious. the longer I think about it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a little little teddy bear, and then it, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just <laughs> a rumbly voice. Yeah. Oh, oh, you could actually make like an SPC or an SCP that's like a it's like a Christmas teddy bear, but it's like possessed by the spirit of Bing Crosby. Somebody should do that. <laughs> Someone should. Someone should do that. Yeah. There's some good Christmas SCP stuff to do. <laughs>
Let's go to uh, to a bit about uh, Santa, Santa, old Satanist. Santa baby. Did you oh say Satan? Oh my god, Satan? he's so <laughs> flippin' fat. Satan, uh, Satan Claus. Uh, Satan. That's Claus. that's the dark counterpart of Santa. You better so, watch out. So, so what did you did did your parents uh, uh, have Santa involved in the Christmas thing or no? No. Yeah. I, I was raised without Santa Claus. You were. Yeah, I was raised without Santa. My my parents didn't do that. What Finch? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just. I, I didn't know that I have a little crease, but never. Mind. Oh, uh, <laughs> I thought you were like no Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, no Santa Claus. Are, are no. you kidding me? <laughs> um, I had Santa. I actually because I I I'm a late bloomer, so I think I stopped believing Santa Claus. Spoiler alert! I'm sorry to like everybody under twelve. Uh, Santa is not who listens real. to Mammonberg. If you yeah. are, I, to- I'm gonna say you shouldn't listen. To this. You, yeah. yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah, leave. Go away. <laughs> yeah, this is like an eighteen plus. <laughs> go watch. Go, go watch. Uh, go watch like Owl House or or something that's probably a lot better for I your. Think, like, I go watch something of- that's better for your brain than this show. I think I like ironically for the meme might have like when I was like. 13 but i think it was like when i was 12 i uh stopped believing in santa claus but man yeah santa claus was great for the meme i my i don't i don't know like my my parents i gathered did it for religious reasons because they wanted me to i don't know wanted me to care more about jesus and associate jesus with christmas i don't mind it i didn't like it i don't feel like i've been had anything stolen from me because of that but i just had a repressed memory come back so like i also I also ruined Santa for people a couple times. What so. did you? No, what, what did you do? Well, because no, 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 no. Actually, I feel like this was a formative moment for me because I only did it once, actually, and I don't remember how it happened. But I told another kid that Santa wasn't real, and it bummed him out a lot. And then I, I learned a thing, which is that I don't like being the well actually guy. That was one thing. <laughs> that was really formative for me. I was like, yeah. oh, I, I ruined that kid's like next few years. That sucks. And then I didn't do it again. Good. I learned religious tolerance from this. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the origin of, of your uh, of, of your journey into being a leftist is telling yeah, you kid. it was hey. watching just the disenchantment in this poor kid's eyes and being I like don't... i don't want to do that over again hang on i'm gonna load the uh, as chuck windeg says i'm gonna load the unpopular p- opinion shotgun um i don't know i need, if... Finch, Finch, I need to never to say that again uh, well that, <laughs> yeah. so this is happening so this is happening um i don't know like i was thinking like whether or not I would, like, raise my kids with Santa when I have kids, of course. Uh, or if I would say that St. Nicholas was giving them gifts. But the thing is, is, like, mm. when it when they find out it was me, do I want to, like, say, well, Santa's not real? Or do I want to go the St. Nicholas route and say, 
Yeah, it's not Saint Nicholas. He died. Saint Saint Nicholas of Mira's corpse breaks into your house and yeah. gives you yeah, gives you gifts. Yeah, sorry kids, he's dead. He's been dead for no, a like, thousand years. You know, like his relics, they all just like assemble on a on Christmas Eve. What, like Voltron? Into like the form of a man. Like <laughs> like like Voltron that like his his like finger bone and like all the other parts of him scattered throughout the globe or like other like Catholic relics of Saint Nicholas of Mira assemble into like one like being for the night of Christmas and then like go around delivering presents to small children. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know what's the best, if, like, if what's better is, like, having your kids, like, have faith in something that, like, doesn't exist, or have faith in somebody who's been dead, to be honest with you. Yeah. I So, yeah, I funny know. story about <laughs> me. It sounds so uncomfortable, Josiah. I think that maybe overthink, I don't know, I can't, I tend to find a lot of sense in this person to be like, guys, I think you're just overthinking this a little bit. <laughs> like, I... I admit it's just like a fun thinking of it much. I, it's I think a, it's part, a fun thing. Par- partially it's because um I, I'm in a weird position because I wasn't raised believing in Santa, is that <laughs> when I if I choose to raise my kid, then that's like more of like a it isn't like a oh my parents did it, so I'm doing it. It's more like a I don't know. It feels like I've decided to lie to my kid. Nah. And I know it's I know that's not how it is, but that's just how it feels to me. I don't know. I well- I didn't realize that I would be opening up this can of herbs when asking this question. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, no, no, let's get Philip's opinion on this. Philip, what's your opinion? He's so, probably gonna... What, what are you gonna do? Yeah. So, here's what's funny. Um, when I was a kid, I was I stopped believing in Santa at, like, the age of 14. My parents wanted the magic to go on a little bit longer. But one of the funniest things to ever happen because of Santa confusion is that when I was in... Santa I think when I was like 12 or 13, <laughs> the Wii came out, and both of my parents managed to track down a Wii independent of one another and didn't realize that the other person had purchased one. <laughs> so my dad was like, oh, we've got one final gift, That's and he, like, you know, challenge. we open it, it's a Wii, and we're like, oh yeah, a Wii, and then my mom was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, because... There was a wrapped box on the fireplace that said uh, it was from Santa, and it was books about Jesus, claimed to be books about Jesus, and we opened it, guess what, it's a fucking Wii. So now we have two Wiis, and, like, both of my parents are, like, looking at each other and, like, chuckling, and that's, like, the the moment I realized, like, Santa wasn't real, because... They were from because Santa. He wouldn't have and done I, that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he wouldn't have done that. And then, like, the, the slow degradation of my Santa belief. Uh, Nalim and I will probably raise our kids. Uh, I want to do that thing where I'm like, you know, Santa isn't, like, a real person. He's, like, the spirit of the holidays. You know, he's an icon that people, like, you know, mm-hmm. he's based off of St. Nicholas of Mira. You know, and people celebrate Santa because he's supposed to embody the best traits of the holiday season. He's supposed to yeah. say, like, you're supposed to be charitable and kind and jolly around this time of year. Yeah. And right. he gives presents to children who emulate his kind behavior. That's the point. I Like, I'd yeah. rather just explain it to them than have them believe yeah. in, like, Santa on, like, a literal he-comes-into-your-house level. Because otherwise, like... And then I would say, like, oh, you know, you don't. If other kids believe in Santa, 
I wouldn't tell them Santa isn't real because in some sense he is real, you know, but mm-hmm. in other senses, he's not like an actual person that walks around yeah. and delivers presents. Oh, no, 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 Phil. Now I'm really think I'm really considering this, this, this St. Nicholas of, I'm really considering <laughs> we, having like. We being, really have gone down a discourse, huh? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm really considering just being like kids. So every year St. Nicholas, just his relics reassemble and they come right to your house. <laughs> So like I, this is like a very Catholic where I'm gonna have a very Catholic and they're gonna just traumatize their classmates because they're like Santa comes in a, in a sleigh and then my kids are gonna come into the school and be like Santa's no, he bones come back to life every Christmas. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna teach my kids two things. It, wait, it's like a. Uh, no, it was is Saint thing. Nicholas is Saint Nicholas of Mira? They don't have a complete body of him, but I know there are Catholic saints who are like mummified, like in priest gear, like yeah. in glass cases. So in my mind, it just reminded me like if we lived in an alternate universe where they did that to Saint Nicholas of Mira. Yeah. It reminded me of the Simpsons <laughs> gag where Lenin breaks out of the glass coffin. Yeah, it's like that. And, like every starts mass yeah. destroy capitalism, and then but yeah. like. In this one, it's like a skeletal mummified creature, like breaking out of like the the like Saint Nicholas of Mira, like like glass, like ostuary, like covered in gold and like his robes yeah. and everything, <laughs> and he's just like must deliver presents to children, and like, that's good. In like a rattly skeletal voice, and then he, he just, just like, like saunters off. Oh, I thought he'd like do the like the spider crawl up like the. <laughs> Yeah, like the, the exorcist spider crawl. And then, like, all the, you know, everybody who is there praying is, like, terrified. And, like, a skeletal horse comes out of nowhere and, like, whinnies. And, like, he just glides off into the sunset, stealing that's, toys that's from, like, Sears. That's awesome. <laughs> this, is, this is the new lore we're developing. Yeah, like, somebody, I'm going to teach my, my children two things. Yeah. See, kids, you know your presence have been delivered. Phil, 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 Jackal has no, been I, trying to say what he wants to teach his kids for like five minutes now. I, I know <laughs> I'm that it's sorry. Within, I, I know it's within the Italian the Italian mindset to view to 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 talk over those of, of a slightly darker complexion. Than <laughs> <laughs> right, I know. You, I, I know. <laughs> I teach her show two things. One, Santa Claus is black. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's good. Yes, that's good. Two, Crumpus is real. <laughs> oh my god that's good that's good Crumpus is real and he's a reformed demon oh my god he's a reformed demon oh man oh man this is our kids are gonna turn out really great I, I think that we're gonna I, I think we're all gonna be great parents I think we're yeah one thing I've learned from this podcast is I'm gonna be an awesome dad <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if Josiah, you do have the quintessential Midwestern dad energy. I do have a bit of that energy. That's true. You do have the Midwestern dad en- I do energy. Have that, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Just, just like Chris Pratt. No, Just like, just like Chris Pratt, you have, you've got that, that, uh, that, that, uh, that cuddly energy. I guess that some people find the cuddly uh, energy. <laughs> You've got the Midwestern man JPEG energy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm sure I'm I just I'm more than sure that you probably 
will will have a better better like relationship with with like the entertainment industry than like Joss Whedon does. Yeah. That's true. I, I would think that your your true. alter your variants the variants that that have spawned from from like your existence in this timeline <laughs> that have come ones. out and are wreaking havoc <laughs> on the world. All right. Oh man. Uh, what do you guys prefer for um, Santa's transportation? Reindeer. Uh, what are the other ones? Horses. Um, I, just there others? I thought it was just reindeer. Oh, because like, no, because I think Father Christmas has like a donkey or something. Father Christmas. Uh, I like reindeer. Oh, I, I love reindeer. I, I like the reindeer. Um, yeah, I like the reindeer too. I've seen are they real like reindeer. S- are they like skeleton reindeer in this like the it, it lore thing, you guys? Yeah, yeah, they could be skeleton reindeer. Is, well, I have think. Have have any of you guys seen the the that, that show on Netflix? The uh, what's it called? Um, uh, oh, why is it? Uh, Love, Death, and Robots. That animated. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen yeah. like one or two. Yeah. Uh, for their season two, they did an episode uh, called "All Through the House," which was their take on Santa. Um, robot Santa? No, no, no! It is not a robot Santa. That's uh, future best- Santa. That that's Futurama. Um, hold on, I will get the the picture of uh, of of this um, of this thing, which also that also turned out to be the title for like a, a Tales from the Crypt um, episode, uh, mm-hmm. where they also they had a killer Santa. Um, it's also uh, a song on. by the Killers. Mm. Don't Is shoot it? me, Santa Claus. That's a great song. <laughs> I will. I will. It's also the animation. Type. It's a beautifully done uh, style. It kind of looks uh, a bit like. Uh, I th- I think it's it isn't stop motion, but they've done it in a way that it is it is uh, um, that it mimics stop motion. So oh yeah, Santa so nice. Claus. Uh, in this, I will I'll post uh, uh, the concept art and screenshot. Oh, oh that's God. fucked up i don't like this oh man i don't like that this is, at all that, that is santa santa claus oh is, a, is a xenomorph oh, oh no i don't like that wait oh. why is it I, like I, this no i will i will say it is actually kind of sweet because santa claus is it in the in this short there are two children that are like oh, we want to go see santa at, at night so they uh so they they, they stay up when they're when they don't suppose where they're not supposed yeah. to they to you know to find Santa That's, Claus, and yeah. then they see this 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 thing emerge from from under the chimney, um, <laughs> and through a haunting voice uh, and through senses by which the mind cannot understand, it can determine your morality for the year. Uh, and That's amazing. And then upon uh, it, upon selecting each child, it sees that both have been good, and then it almost regurgitates. A, a, a gift that is exactly what they wanted from the ether of its being. Oh, that's so awesome. oh my god! <laughs> and then it's and then it says and then it's if it it, uh, it parts after eating milk and cookies with one f- final word: be good next year. Oh sweet and man-made the, the, horror the children, is beyond. The, the children uh, look at each other and think, and and uh, the girl says, "What if we weren't good?" <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's Krampus and Santa in one. I'm gonna teach my children. Actually, you don't know, scratch that. I think I'm gonna teach my children that Santa. This is Santa. Oh. That oh, that's no. true. Yeah. That this you just gotta true, put actually. like a fake beard and like a hat on it, and it's no, not even. Like you don't even have to do that. Look, he's red. 
He's got uh, hands definitely... on his mouth. Uh, yeah. Oh boy, does he ever? He's 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 got the the those. Uh, I, I would recommend watching this the the short because it is it's it's very pretty. Um, mm-hmm. It's very pretty, and it's uh, I think they even made. They did make a uh, like a, a a model of it that I'll also send of a uh, of this is canonically Santa Claus in my head. So uh, mm-hmm. either Santa is a biblically accurate angel, or uh, this is what <laughs> happens when. I oh I like the God. episode of Love Devon Robots when they had like the hot werewolves in the army. I'm, I'm yeah I can. That is no, very no, hungry. it's not what you think. That's not what you, it's not what you think. No, I think it's exactly what I think. <laughs> I, I are you going to thing. deny that that's a factor? Listen, I, I listen. Uh, okay, we're done. We're done here. <laughs> we're just gonna move on. Okay. We're gonna move uh, on. Here. Fa- what okay. about uh, sa- what about what's uh, what's everyone here's favorite uh Christmas animated movie? Past time, like because we all watched like Charlie Brown or Frosty the Snowman or what? What, mm-hmm. what was your yours growing up? Uh, mm-hmm. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, definitely. Oh, I Rudolph! Yeah, Rudolph's up there. Uh, the Veggie Tales Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but saw Louis. But saw Louis, man. That was awesome. I I didn't I th- I didn't grow up with any Veggie Tales, so yeah, I lo- I liked yeah. Veggie Tales. That's a very specifically specific. I don't know. What about you, Philip? Uh, so, oh, so, wait, wait. No, so, so this is going to be a cheesy one. You guys know Rankin Bass, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Rankin Bass made a bu- like in the subsequent years, post like the success of the traditional Christmas specials we all know today. What ended up happening is that they. I can only describe it this way. They made a bunch of, like, cheap animated, like, animated movies that were, like, 30, like, 15 to 30 minutes long, but they're sweet and they're nice. Uh And there's one my family watches every year, and it's called Twas the Night Before Christmas. And it's a version of Twas the Night Before Christmas. However, it has named characters, and the poem only happens at the end. It's about a family of mice where one, and I'm not joking when I say this, one of them is a neckbeard atheist character who does not believe in Santa Claus and who writes a letter to Santa Claus with, like, some of his shitty friends saying that Santa Claus isn't real. And he sends that to Santa Claus. Of course he does. And Santa gets it and reads it and decides, since the, like, letter is so vaguely worded, it says it's from all of us, he just assumes that the entire town doesn't think he's real. So he's like, I'm just not visiting that town this year, I suppose. <laughs> oh my so, god. The story is a mad scramble of the main character who is a clockmaker who has a mouse assistant who is the neckbeard mouse's father, and they're trying to build a giant clock that'll sing a little special song that'll make Santa visit them, because he'll be like, Oh man. They must really believe in me because they made this whole clock with its song that just like yeah. that's just happy and okay. Then then I'll give them presents, and that's the entire plot. And that's to great. be honest, I don't think anyone else knows this movie exists I besides have my family. Never heard of this movie because yeah, we never recorded heard of this movie. it. It premiered on television. We recorded it on VHS. And then somewhere along the line, we found like a Blu-ray copy 
in, like, the value... Like, this was when Value City was still around. We found, like, a DVD or Blu-ray copy in, like, a bin at Value City, and we're like, holy shit, we have, like, a Blu-ray and DVD copy that we can actually watch instead of the cruddy old, like, literally a recording of its premiere on, like, live on VHS. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. Sue Jackal. And then I think we need to wrap up here soon. We're about to hit our hard stop. Yeah, we're about uh, to hit our, our, our stop. So Let's we'll, remember what yeah. Christmas is all about, the birth of Jesus. Yeah, the reason for the season. Yeah. That's uh, the one thing I can agree with evangelicals on, the bastards. They, they, they will, I, 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 I don't even know if I would, I would properly agree with. I don't even think we agree on that that fully. They seem to take it in a weird direction. No, um, they seem to. It's like this country has lost its moral backbone. We need to hate when, gay people when, when more we, during the holidays. Have, when do we have one, dude? But uh, anyway, we're trying to, <laughs> no, yeah. just, 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 uh, let's see. Uh, it probably was Frosty the Snowman. I watched a lot of that as a kid. Oh yeah, uh, like those specials whenever they would have it on. I distinctly remember watching with my grandmother. Um, yeah. All the time. Uh, like specifically, like watching it on sort of like the old box TV. Uh, that we like you. You remember those the old bot like big like the. Oh the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I have a lot of memories watching Frosty the Snowman and drinking like hot chocolate. Uh, with with uh, with, with those in mind. But like, I, I think I've watched like all of them. I've seen like the like uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, I've seen. I've seen the the Rankin Bass stuff, with the exception of the of the ether mouse neckbeard one that that uh, <laughs> that Phil recalls. Um, I, I've seen, yeah, I've, I've seen, I've seen like a like the majority of that of uh, of of like the classic oh, you, animated Christmas fair. You've seen that? Oh my god! I have not seen <laughs> that. No, I would have. I think I'm going to oh. need to hunt that down. Um, but yeah, I, need to I did. I, I did. a uh, I guess we'll end it. We'll end, we'll end this with basically like a description of a of a of a Santa movie that I still perplex me to this day. Ever since I watched it, um, uh, sure. And then we can go after that. We'll 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 sign off with that, and then we'll do a we'll do a goodbye for the year. Um, I thought we were plugging a charity too. Yeah, and then we'll plug a charity. Um, we could do that with our with our end. Yeah. With our yeah, we'll we'll plug a, a charity. Um, yeah. Because I really I need to tell this to someone else because I can't yeah. I can't get this thing out of my brain. So there's a Christmas. So you know, like uh, Santa horror movies. That's a whole genre of horror movies that mm-hmm. has like been around. There's mm-hmm. a specific Christmas one um, that I can't remember the name of it. Uh, if if I do, I will message Josiah so he can put it in the show notes. But nice. There's a specific Christmas horror movie that has. Uh, it is one of the strangest, most perplexing movies I've ever seen, and I kind of love it for that. So it has, uh, it's about this, this, uh, it opens with this kid, uh, like his, his parents do like the whole like Santa Claus thing. Um, mm-hmm. and then like, uh, he, him and his brother like go up to, to, to like the bedroom, and his older brother's like, hey, you know, like, uh, that's not, that's not really Santa, that's our dad. And then the kid gets like weirdly upset about it. It's like, no, that's Santa Claus, it's really Santa. Yeah, and then he goes back down to see, and it's his dad, and he's making out with his mom. Uh, so he just he's like Santa Claus, like about to have sex with his mom, and, and this like apparently scars him for the rest of his life. Like it, oh my god, it destroys him at the core of his person. 
to the point where he now he believes that he needs to become Santa Claus. Um, so he like it jumps like so Freudian. Oh my! It jumps years later. He's working. He's he's working at a toy factory so that he can be closer to Santa. He's so into Christmas. He has like a band with like Christmas accoutrement and like. It's it is and then his he he doesn't get along with his brother because his brother's like, man, you've gotten real weird since we were kids. Um, <laughs> and like the, the, his coworkers don't like him because the, he's like the weird Christmas Santa guy. They make fun of him. He doesn't yeah. get his Christmas bonus, and then like something something happens where like uh, like there's the company's about to give like a bunch of like auction stuff to like kids uh, like this children's hospital. Um, mm-hmm. But the, it's not going to happen, or not. It's not going to happen like the way that it should. And mm-hmm. something within this man just snaps. Something. And this is all set in New York, in New York by the way. Um, mm-hmm. Something within this man just snaps. So he kills his boss. He kills his coworkers. Dressed as Santa, he dresses as Santa Claus, and he's now because like I need to be Santa Claus. Uh, and so he takes the toys, puts them in his van, and then drives to the children's hospital. And gives the toys away. So he goes on this thing of like being like Santa Claus, but also killing people who he believes are naughty. Um, oh my and god! It, like it, he has like this almost like it, the tone of the movie is so weird because it treats him like a villain, and then like there's this weird moment where he's at this Christmas party where they believe like he's a he's like a like a fun party Santa. He has this uh. almost like heartfelt like thing about the like the the true meaning of christmas and then he like gets into a weird thing of like but if you've been naughty i'll come after you wow that's insane that is- and then i i the, his so his brother's like oh god like he sees the news about this this killer santa and then he's like oh that's my brother my brother has got off the deep end and he's murdering people dressed as santa i knew this was going to happen <laughs> i from the, i knew that he was going to do this one day right so uh, he so, so the cops are after him. They go through. They have like they try to track down Santas. They beat up like like the like the the charity Santas trying to find mm-hmm. like the the killer Santa. His brother ends up like at his at his house, and he like beats up his the younger the older brother beats uh, beats up Santa brother like. Man, what's wrong with you? Why can't you just be normal? Why are you why are you dressed yeah. as Santa killing people? What happened to you? And then uh suffice it to say the ending of the movie has that he drives his van off of the George Washington Bridge from the police. <laughs> However, it does not fall to the to the Hudson. It f- starts to fly. Yeah. That's, it starts Oh my to, god. It start, and then he the ending of the poem Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night he recites it as he flies to the North Star oh my, <laughs> oh my god, god. <laughs> uh, that's that's terrifying alright we should wrap up I think we should wrap up yes. we, yeah we yeah. gotta go yeah oh yeah oh yeah alright um yeah Phil close us out so I'd like to I'd like to send a little little holiday message to everybody watching the Mammonberg podcast on this evening or day. Time is an illusion, you fucks. Anyway. <laughs> have a very Merry Christmas, each one of you. I hope you have a lovely... I hope you have a lovely holiday season. I hope you keep the love of Christ in your hearts. Because he's a sweet little baby this time of year. That's how that works. Uh, 
just remember, uh, always be open to people. Try not to be a dickhead if you if if it if you're in this particular situation where you've decided, oh, I don't know, the week before Christmas to go get food from Panera Bread at a Panera Bread in New Jersey. Please be nice to the <laughs> staff who work there. <laughs> it would be awfully nice if specifically the people who uh, do that would be very nice yeah. to me. Uh, not to me, to my, to the co-workers who work, uh, to the people who work at the, that vague Panera Bread uh, that's right <laughs> next to a Best Buy. Right. I'm going to start walking uh, into every Panera Bread and being like, is there a Philip here? <laughs> is there a, or is there a tally guy next to here? Philip no? Here, okay, yeah. let me go to the other one. That's the other one. So, but yeah, uh, thank yeah. you everyone who, if you have listened to us from the get go and you're still with us, thank That's you. Amazing. Thank That's you. amazing. That's amazing. And I'm um, also sorry. Yes. Also, some charities that you can uh, donate to. Yeah, uh, and charitable. Yeah, um, a popo, which is a demining charity. They use uh, giant pouch rats in order to detect mines. They were actually a part of. Mozambique, uh, Mozambique being able to declare themselves mine-free a few years ago. That's nice. a really good one. What about you guys? Uh, it's uh, not, a not really a charity, but I would say like Sunrise Movement is something that would be worth donating to. I think, uh, you know, I, a couple days ago we got hit with a storm in Iowa here where there were like five tornado warnings. It's December. That shouldn't. That isn't supposed to happen. That's not normal. And, no, it's not. It, I am not used to a couple weeks before sitting in a closet because you know it's like disaster weather outside. Yeah. That shouldn't yes. be happening. And so yeah, and and the Midwest is the place that's supposed to be safe, and yet you know safe from like a lot of climate change stuff, but it's not. It's you know it's gonna come to everyone, and so that is a, I think a cause worthy of donation. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Uh, I would like to say, uh, don't donate to the Salvation Army. Don't. Anybody <laughs> yeah, no, please, out there, please don't donate, don't to, the donate to the Salvation do Army. Um, but do donate to your local churches who, especially yes. minority churches that might be struggling mm -hmm. this time of year, especially with yeah. the pandemic raging on, yep. uh, do some mutual aid for either those churches or community organizations that you can go and reach out to maybe even get your feet a little dirty your hands a little mm. sweaty you know what i'm saying get out there and find some people who need a little bit of the help you know what i'm saying you know the christmas season yeah i would uh, yeah, bring um... up uh uh the one the curtis red crescent um which uh is a it's a non-profit operating in in uh the Autonomous Administration of Northeast Syria or Rojava. Um, it provides medical care to, and aid to refugees who have fled attacks from uh, the from both like the the hundred something like Syrian uh, insurgent forces or the Turkish government or uh, or ISIL. Um, uh, it's been involved with the reconstruction of uh, of uh, Kobani. Um, which is a, a Kurdish majority city in northern Syria. They do a lot of good work um, uh, in in helping um, rebuild the efforts in the region and in providing medical care to people that really really need it. Um, yes, I would I would also uh, suggest 
um, supporting your local bail fund. Um, uh, go oh, find your yes, local bail yes. fund and uh, and and uh, and you know send send stuff uh, their way. Um, if you or if you know anyone, any activists from the from the last couple of years who uh, may have either like would need some support or could use a letter while they're they're in prison, you know, showing some mm. solidarity to them there. Yeah. Um, and I would also uh, donate to, to BLM or your or any BLM adjacent uh, charity or uh, or um, uh, I, I'll have to I'll send you I have some but uh, there's yeah. some um, like uh, some black trans charities that also could uh, could use some 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 help and the Trevor Project. Hell yeah. yeah. And if you must um, donate to a Christian charity, you can donate to Catholic Relief Services. Right now, they're helping mm-hmm. um, you know, deal with the COVID nineteen pandemic. They have right now um, COVID specific programming in seventy three countries and is supporting healthcare facilities with their COVID nineteen response in thirty four of those countries. So, yeah, hell yeah. And on that note. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this wonderful year. Uh, We will be taking a hiatus because of the holidays, um, and we will be back with you in January. So we will see you all in 2022. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Have a very Merry Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas. Thank you. Don't shove something up your butt. I know you're good. Thank you. Phil. Phil. (laughs) That's the last thing. We say of 2021 on this podcast, you son of a bitch. Oh!